Welcome to the Duo Podcast. That's Disney, Universal, and Orlando. I'm Amelia. And I'm Gabriella. We are two sisters who are not so secretly obsessed with all things Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, and Orlando as a whole. We're going to be talking about our favourite rides, our much-loved places to eat, how we plan our trips, and our most memorable experiences at our number one vacation destination. Plus, we're going to have a few special guests weaving their way in and out of the episodes, so please do listen in, get involved through social media, and enjoy the ride. Happy August, you guys, if you're listening in August. Which you will be because this episode <laughs> won't go out until yeah, August. But there may be some people that will listen at a later date. There may be some people that are like going through all of our old podcast episodes Very like in preparation true. for an exciting trip to Walt Disney World. I would do that. Yeah. So if you are people of the future listening to us, hey, welcome. Yeah, how's the future treating everyone? <laughs> oh my word. Was that your phone or mine? That was my phone. <laughs> I've got Sorry a new app on that. my phone that creates notifications. And somebody doesn't put it on airplane mode. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So welcome, welcome to the Duo Podcast, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us today. We're just we're just past our mid-season break. Oh, we did a, an episode last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did an episode last week. We just had a, a couple weeks couple weeks off to recuperate um, yeah. in a post-COVID society, just getting used to life again. Re- reintegrating. Bit, as, as we may. <laughs> so yeah, we wanted to talk today, particularly about something that we always talk about as a family anyway, and when, well, a family, you, me and dad, mum, mum is... Mum doesn't play. <laughs> mum doesn't, doesn't play. play. Mum don't play those games. <laughs> But if you are somebody who is like us, we love to keep the Disney magic alive at home in many different ways. One of the ways being that we like to listen to some of the music from Walt Disney World, whether it be loop music and theme parks or in like Disney Springs areas or if it was, um, you know, music from parades or shows. But in this case, we're going to be talking about the audio on attractions yeah so do you want to clarify gabby what what it is we are going to be doing because you're better at saying like the big disclaimer is like just so you know we're going to be talking about this not this and that so just so you know guys um when we're talking about audio on rides we're or attractions we're talking about specifically the music that takes place from the moment that the attraction begins until the moment that the attraction ends. Mm-hmm. Now, when we say attractions, we mean attractions that are ongoing throughout the day in the theme park. Mm-hmm. So they're not um, sort of like passing through attractions. or fireworks yeah. or anything. Exactly. Because, I mean, we're going to do... I feel like we're going to do many episodes about audio at Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, because, obviously, Disney is such like an incredible sensory place. The audio is a massive, massive piece of the puzzle. Um, but just for this episode, it's going to be just the music from the moment the attraction starts to the moment the attraction ends. Yes. And for this one in particular, when we were talking about it, we were saying we wanted to talk about the ride, the attraction, music, audio, whatever. We're going to get so stumped by all this, <laughs> but as long as you guys get it. And we were thinking, OK, there's so many different pieces, bits of audio that we love. So we're going we're to split it up over different episodes. I don't know if it's going to be recurring ones or whatever but this one's specifically about magic kingdom attraction audio exactly and we're going to take you through our top five and we were kind of umming and ahhing for a while because me and gabby have sort of similar tastes in the audio but then we thought it would just make sense to mash it together so and we both have different memories attached to them as well so we're gonna go start from five and obviously end at yeah. one. <laughs> so we, so yeah, we're doing our top five. So for us, number five for the nostalgia factor um, is gonna be the Philharmonic mm-hmm. because 
if you if you've seen that show it's it is a 3d show if you've not seen it before um, and it basically follows the story of Donald who's been like really cheeky and he's trying to steal Sorcerer Mickey's hat um, Sorcerer Mickey is like doing a cameo as a as an orchestra leader for some reason <laughs> doesn't need a reason it's Disney um, and and so yeah Donald tries on the hat and he loses it essentially but whilst he loses it it takes him through like different scenes from different uh, different classic Disney animated movies it's an amazing concept it's isn't it? such an amazing concept and yeah. how long do you think it lasts that show I think it's only about 10 minutes really? and max wow. max and I think I like that <clears throat> Donald is at the the focal point of it because everybody always like you're Mickey Mickey blah 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 mm. but you know it's nice for Donald to get a little bit of recognition yeah he's so cute he's so cute and grumpy I love Donald <laughs> I'm a big fan um yeah so so he goes through all of these different scenes and that's and in fact, that's probably the same reason why I love, on a totally separate point, Fantasmic as well, is that, like, they've just put yeah. little... And actually now the Happily Ever After fireworks as well at the Magic Kingdom, um, because they put in all of these different little clips of, mm. of some of your favourite songs from Disney films, and you can sing along, it's like a fun kind of atmosphere. Um, and it's And it's nothing totally innovative, like, you know, there's nothing... It, it, there's nothing really unique about it because it is songs that you already know but I just like the way that they're all mashed up and, and with the the vis visual attached as well it makes a, a big difference so which songs does it go through? Actually you guys whilst you're listening we, we're going to give you like 10 seconds to have a think about if you can if you can imagine which which ones it starts with and which ones yeah. it ends with whilst you think I do want to say <laughs> as well I remember the days when the cues for this ride were like two hours long and the last time we went they were so short and it's like oh gosh it makes me sad a bit because yeah. it is an amazing attraction and it's such like a crowd pleaser as well and it's sad to see that it's not as popular yeah it's funny it's comfortable like the seats are really comfy kids it's love it air conditioned great music <laughs> like yeah it's just awesome okay, cool so, so do you bing, want time's up <laughs> I'll start with the first one, then you go with the next one. Keep in mind, we only really know the first one. So we're, <laughs> so we're be, guessing. Yeah, we're sort of <laughs> guessing. So the first one, he ends up in um, Beauty and the Beast for Be yeah. Our Guest. Yeah. With the popping champagne. and Yeah, which is really, really cool. And Be Our Guest is one of my favourite Disney songs of all time. Yeah. Um, and then it goes into the Fantasia, I think. Yes, because they're cleaning up the place. Yeah. Bam, bam. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then your turn. What's next? This is getting I believe difficult already. I believe <clears throat> it's The Little Mermaid, because I'm thinking of how it ends when he chucks the water on him in, in Fantasia. Yeah, that's right. And then he sees the sunshine at the top of the ocean. Yes. So he swims towards it, and then that becomes the sunshine in Lion King. Yeah, that's right. So it's... um just can't wait to be king and then the last one is when everything like collapses on top of him and uh just can't wait to be king and it goes into um don't tell me don't tell me i know aladdin yeah yeah and then I think that's right. he gets the hat yeah God, no, that's oh. actually like it's not as long as you think when you talk about yeah it. maybe we, we must be missing something maybe because i feel like I feel like I get so much value from that attraction. I can't believe yeah. that it's as short as it as it probably is. But we forgot to mention as well, guys. All things going to plan. There should be a little bit of a sound bite of the music we're talking about at the start of when we start talking about them. So if all goes to plan, <laughs> you'll be able to hear that. If not, just disregard everything I'm saying right now. Yeah. So you'll probably hear a nice little Philhar magic in the background right now. 
hopefully. <laughs> so there you go. That's our, our number five from the Magic Kingdom attractions music. Number four is Pirates of the Caribbean, which some people may have a lot higher on their list and some people may be surprised at what's been out, but we love Pirates of the Caribbean. I think I remember the very first day when Pirates of the Caribbean, I don't know if it's, oh no, this is what happened. It was years and years ago on one of our earlier trips. And I just remember getting to the park for rope drop and the lady was saying, oh, has everybody seen the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Because obviously Pirates of the Caribbean was based off the ride and it was the year that that movie had come out. I don't know what year that was. But I remember talking about it and thinking about it now. It's like, whoa, that was a really long time ago. Yeah. And that was when all the hype was around because Pirates of the Caribbean had just come out. And that's, I love that. I love the fact that um, that normally at Disney World, a lot of the attractions are based on Disney movies. Mm. But in the case of Pirates... And probably Haunted and, Mansion, actually. And Haunted Mansion, yeah, I was going to say. Um, and they both came out very, very similar time. In those cases, the attraction existed before the films existed and they're both amazing films like I love Pirates of the Caribbean movies and I love The Haunted Mansion if you've not seen that that is probably quite an underrated Disney Massively film. Massively underrated. Yeah Eddie Just Murphy because, is hilarious. Yeah Eddie Murphy. Is it Evers and Evers Real Estate? There's no. <laughs> I also, well, you'll and also be happy for Evers and Evers. Another film that is being made now probably not now at the moment with everything that's been going on from a ride at Disney can you guess what it is? A movie that's been made based on a ride at Disney. I'll give you five, four, which part three, three? Magic Kingdom, two, one, Jungle Cruise. Oh yeah, yeah. Of and course. I think I think it's got Emily Blunt in it who plays Mary Poppins, and I think The Rock, or or someone who's of his caliber, like funny. So yeah, oh my I god, that's, that's cool, gonna be it? so good. Yeah, oh, amazing. But yeah, with, and actually with the Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, attraction like getting back on track a little bit is what's that show called on that track. we watch <laughs> Funny. back on track um that show called that we watch where they show like the prop culture oh so there's that one but then the other one as well um the one where the they talk about the, yeah the imagineering yeah. story and they talk about because i always just sort of thought that the yoho yoho a pirate's life for me song is like a a, a, a typical song yeah and it's like you know in its entirety like as in that the imagineers took that full song mm-hmm. from something that was sung pirates. before and put mm-hmm. it yeah stole it from real life pirates yeah and then put it on the attraction exactly as they found it i think that actually there was a guy that created that song oh wow okay and, and i think it says in that in that show so i might be wrong i can't i can't quite remember whether it's that there was like the yoho yoho pirates life for me is preset but then he invented like all the extras yeah, to it yeah i feel it. like i vaguely remember something yeah or i think or maybe it was that he i think he said so i was sitting there and you know i was just singing to myself like yo ho yo ho and then it came up and i just thought a pirate's life for me and then <laughs> and so that's really cool like that's yeah. a really cool little story a really cool little piece to the puzzle but it's very it's a song that very much kind of sets you in the in the piratey scene and it suits and serves like the whole the whole attraction, mm-hmm. the kind of darkness and the sort of drunkenness of the whole yeah. thing as well. And as well, if you watch Pirates of the Caribbean, I think, I believe it's the third film when they're trying to get back to real world. So they go down or they try, they're trying to get to where Jack is. 
and they go down a massive waterfall and the music this is so nerdy that i've said this the music it goes black the screen fades to black and the music that's played between that moment and the next scene is from the ride ah, and it goes yeah it's really vague it's a little thing you might even miss it but and the last fun thing that because we're talking about prop culture i reckon it's in california's parts of the caribbean the gold chest in Pirates of the Caribbean ride is from the first film. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, cool little nuggets of so info cool. there. It's so oh, I it's think great, the, I it? think the Pirates movies have just got the best music. And Absolutely. that's that's one of my favourite parts of the Happily Ever After fireworks as well as the dun 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 Incredible, dun, yeah. I think it's in it's that piece that's yeah, in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. fire and everything, yeah. Totally brilliant. So we, we have a lot of nice memories attached to attached to that music definitely. yeah and it's funny because it's it i wouldn't say that the attraction is my fourth favorite attraction at magic kingdom but no. the music is definitely my fourth favorite it's amazing what sound can do definitely so number three i feel like i know i said the last one but i feel like this one's more for okay, me as well carousel of progress this is such a again massively nostalgic i don't know i don't know what it is about that attraction that i love so much but it is a must-do for me when I've been hearing recently the people saying, oh, are they going to get rid of it? I would be heartbroken. I feel like that is Walt's legacy yeah, right there. that would be so, like, I'd be really disrespectful to Walt, yeah. I think. I think that it shouldn't even be updated, to be honest. I think it just should be left untouched as one of those lovely things that Walt did that is just remembered for, forever, because obviously their version of the future is very different to what the actual real-life future. <laughs> but that's the, you know, it's not... Nothing in Disney is meant to be based on real life. It's all meant to be fantasy. Yeah. So... I don't know. I feel a little bit... like I love the attraction. Mm. I really love it. And I love I love the music to it as well. Um, uh, yeah, I love, I love the whole package. But I think it would be cool to have it updated so that the first, the first scene was maybe what is currently the second scene, if mm. that makes sense. And then you would get the one that's the future scene is actually, like, it basically where it all makes sense. And then there's the future scene that is our version of what we think the future yeah, would be I know like. Yeah, what you mean. Um, just because, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think it doesn't feel as relevant, especially to, like, to like younger people. Mm. I mean, maybe it doesn't need to feel relevant. Maybe it's, like, like you say, it's a his- historical and it's a piece to, of classic history. And To be fair as well, it's, it's kind of our... Not even necessarily, like, our generation, but maybe older generations who get a lot out of it, but eventually, like, that generation will go and it kind of needs to appeal to a younger audience. So I, I do feel eventually in the future it's going to be changed, but... Maybe they cover... they It would work if they covered, like, wider time frames in each scene, if that makes mm. sense. So, like, the first scene would actually cover the time frame from the first and second scene and then and do it like that so that there would still be like a lot of the hilarious moments in it Mm. and a lot of the moments that people love which by the way we are totally going to be recording a favorite quotes that you hear around disney world oh for sure yeah we've been talking about this for ages and i feel like on carousel of progress there's quite a few good little quotes I'm not decent. I'm indecent. <laughs> but I also the song the song we're talking about is obviously progress. Is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow. That's yeah. the piece of audio that we're really referring to. Um yeah, love that. Mm. Super, super nice. And if you're somebody that gets up in the middle of one of the scenes, obviously if you're not if you've got like a baby who's crying or if you feel like you're gonna throw up, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> but if you're someone that just gets up because you CBA 
then I don't like you because it means that they have to replay the whole scene over again. And as much as I love Carousel of Progress, nobody wants to see an extra 15 minutes of one scene. Yeah. And there was, I think we referred to it on our episode with Chia's Ears, didn't we? I think where there was a guy that who was, who was like getting up on the stage and, and stuff. Touching all the props and he broke like the milk churner. The milk churner, is that a thing? Yeah. Or something. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. What a shame. But yeah, so Carousel of Progress, is, and it's got a real kind of turn-of-the-century music-style vibe to it as well. So if you've got older people in your party that are really into that, um, then they'll they'll really love it. So where are we? Number two. Mm-hmm. So number two for us is going to be, and, and I'm going to say rest in peace in, in the future, <laughs> if that makes sense, is the current music on Splash Mountain. Um, we love that music. We've like it holds a place in many people's hearts it does and we we never knew we've never seen the film we've never until we went on the attraction we had never heard that music before i don't i'm I'm assuming that the music is from the film do you think that yeah, is the I film so. yeah because it's well yeah I actually when i was gonna say AJ is it covered it on like a disney pop album the bitty doodah oh <laughs> it's super puppy i was gonna say i wonder if if the movie was originally uh had music in it but it was called song of the south wasn't it so you would think <laughs> that it would yeah. be a musical film um but yeah so the music is is really cute it's really uplifting it's really catchy um, what's your favourite part of that piece of audio on the ride? Because I know mine. Um, mine's the bit which we used to think was something else, said something else. Pretty good shows your balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes, pretty good, sure as you're born. Sure as you're born. Is I that think what it that's says? what it says, sure as you are born. But we thought it said, pretty good, show as your balls. Yeah. So we used to sing that a lot. And we that's like, every time I hear that, I just it just gives me like the giggles and I think that Mr. David and Mr. Ian made a joke about that as well so it's yeah, not just every, us yeah, yeah I feel like loads of people must catch on but nobody wants to say it and then they're like are we really people that think it <laughs> no we all think it I like the bit I've said to you recently I used to love the laughing place bit like he he mm. he he ho 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 but my favorite bit is now like and it's really hard to explain when you're first on the ride and you do like one little dip down and you you end up coming up and uh, around the front, so you're like facing the crowd and it's just as you're floating on through. And you can hear like the little birds singing. Mm. And I just find it super relaxing and it's like, oh, we're on Splash Mountain. Yeah, (laughs) again, there's loads of like little mini scenes that the music creates or or where the music very much supports the scene that you're going through at the time. So it feels like it, it feels like you're getting a lot more out of the attraction than the length of time that the attraction actually is. Um, and yeah, it's it's another total classic, and we completely hundred percent understand why they're changing the attraction. And I think like it's not even, it's not even a case of where I'm like, oh, it's really really sad. I think if they, I think because what they're changing it to, it I feel like it's gonna work mm. so well, and I think it makes so much sense. It doesn't just feel like they're changing it and just trying to make something up. I think the story will fit fit in really well mm. and I know that somebody on Twitter was saying like they can expand that out to the whole area and do like gumbo and stuff I oh, just amazing from, yeah and I've never had gumbo before I've always oh. wanted to have it so gumbo and jambalaya so so good okay. and just just for anyone that doesn't know exactly what it is that we're talking about there is that Song of the South is widely renowned as having racial undertones um 
<clears throat> and I don't even know if they're undertones as well. Yeah, I was going to say, like I, I was going to then say, and overtones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, for, for those reasons, they are changing the attraction, they're changing it to the princess and the frog theme. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and obviously everybody was really gutted, mainly because Splash Mountain holds so much nostalgia, and I think it's a, a blend of two where it's like, it's time for it to change, but also a case of, you know, this it's the right thing to do as well. Like, yeah. they need to be ahead of the times. I think the funny thing is, is that most people, most people have never seen the film and would never, unless or until it became obvious and apparent with people telling us and sharing with us, like, actually, this is really deep-rooted in, in racism, we wouldn't have known. Like, mm. most people would not have known. So, you know, very grateful for those people that did, like, highlight that to us mm. as well. Um, and, and yeah, whilst there is an, a nostalgia to the attraction and to the non-racist side of things... Um, it's time for it to go and, and for Walt... it to be honouring the princess and the frog which is obviously Tiana is a black princess she's Disney's first and currently only black princess mm-hmm. I believe um, it just makes so much so much sense to do it that way and I think Walt always said like stuff about you know you've got to keep innovating like Walt Disney World is never supposed to be finished you say you it's, to be... it's not a museum or something like yeah, that yeah like, exactly it needs to so you know I think if Walt was here he'd probably be like yep so we're coming on to number one and I'm sure you guys can probably guess we already mentioned it oh yeah <laughs> technically a little bit earlier on and it will be perfect if this music's on in the background it will like slowly start to fade in now yeah we'll be creating a bit of suspense <laughs> what's it gonna be well it's obvious it's gonna be Haunted Mansion yeah which 100% personally I think I would have done Splash Mountain first, but as a collective, mm. I think we both agreed that Haunted Mansion is, you know, there's so much to it. Gabby, what do you love about it? Oh, I love, I love every single thing about it. Every single thing. I think, if I think about my, oh my God, I don't even know where to start, but I think my favourite bit is the singing heads, like the singing busts, mm. um, because we've we've always like went from the first time we ever went on that attraction that was the piece that we came out singing and thinking that was that was funny it's like a kind of they create a sort of barbershop quartet singing along which as as Amelia says hopefully you'll be able to hear a snippet of that over the top of this um and then when we saw the haunted mansion movie that scene from the attraction Mm -hmm. is recreated in the movie and it's really funny because Mm -hmm. Like, the the dad is trying to speak to these talking heads, like, saying, you know, which direction do I need to go in? And they just keep singing to him. You'll find the key. Yeah, he's looking for a key. (laughs) Find the key, find the key, find the beautiful key. It's so catchy. Oh, so, so good. So that's one of my favourite bits of the attraction, I think. This bit, the bit of audio, just that first, like, I feel like that's all you would need to hear and it would be the most recognisable sound from Disney World, in yeah. my opinion. And I also love as well the bits the bit where um they're dancing, like the ballroom sort of scene. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I know Gabby. <laughs> oh, it's so so good. And again, if you haven't watched the Imagineering story, you have to watch that because there are so so many interesting little factoids. Um that just make they just add to the attraction experience when you know them i think as well when i was i don't know when i was listening to it i was listening to it recently it's not something that i just put on every day but um the actual piano not piano is it organ that makes that noise yeah yeah 
I love how when they do when it's the ballroom scene, if you listen well, it's like not perfect. It's like kind of messy, and it just I think it so perfectly ties in with the ride. It's not just making music, like it's making an atmosphere. Mm. Fun fact: yesterday I was watching um, Architectural Digest. People going into celebrities' houses because I just love to watch that. Mm. And they were in Neil Patrick's house, which is a brownstone in New York. Incredible. And he loves Disney, and in one of his one of his rooms in his houses, he's got one of the stretching, one of the stretching paintings oh, from wow. Disney's California Disney California Adventure, I think, or Magic Kingdom in there. I don't know. Anyway, and he it was auctioned off, and he bought it. Cause he and he was even like quoting it and saying, um, "Is this room really stretching?" <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa!" I knew that he liked Disney, but I didn't know he loved it that much, and it was massive and he's got like barriers in front because he says this is my most prized possession oh wow i know really cool it's the one where the guy's standing he's got like his pants are stripey and, he, and think there's a crocodile underneath oh wow that's so, so cool. cool yeah yeah there's the like i say there's so many little little easter eggs within that attraction um and madame leota there yeah like... so there's like there's this head um again there's a lot of heads in this <laughs> in this attraction um but yeah and she the woman that recorded her face uh, originally when it was time to like change and upgrade the attraction they got her daughter to record it um like the same lines and stuff so mm-hmm. that it would be in keeping the amount of dust that they have to import every year um and like cobweb yeah. stuff that they have to import every year to keep it looking like really dusty and old but obviously not being so that people get sick mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah there's so many great pieces to it and, and it would not be the same ride without the audio no it wouldn't like it's all. just it completely immerses you in every scene so that is why that's our number one yeah and i think when you're inside for so long as well for a ride to be able to still keep you so focused it's it's great it's our fave yeah, and we got a couple of bonuses as well, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, because those were our five, but then these are bonuses mainly for, like, personal reasons. So, mm. Gabby, you say the first one. So, my one of my bonuses, is, it's a bit weird because it's not an attraction. I think, I think I've only ever done this attraction, like, three times, three or four times. Um, so, it's definitely not, for me, a, a must-do attraction. But I sing this song to Walter all the time while he's brushing his teeth. <laughs> and if anybody <clears throat> can guess, it rhymes with teethy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, and it's the Enchanted Tiki Rooms music. Um, so it goes, well, you can hear it right now. And I sing it in the teethy, 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 teethy room. And because it goes, yeah, because it's got like quite a good, like kind of choppy pace to it. Um, it's really good for keeping Walter engaged while he's like brushing his teeth. Um, and sometimes I'll sing in the cheeky room as well if he's being cheeky. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I, I like that. And to be honest, I don't know, I don't know what it is that we why we don't rush to that as an attraction i think it's because we probably went when we were younger and when i think for a i don't know i mean young people are different but when we were a lot younger it what didn't really appeal to us it just seemed like a bit boring mm-hmm. and a bit like you don't really catch on to any of the jokes that they probably tell because i don't remember any of them and so yeah. and when there's so much to do there it's just not on the top of your list yeah, but I think I'll definitely on the next trip I'll definitely mm. be trying trying that attraction again and Walter will recognise it by the music, hopefully. And he'll yeah. be like, Where's my toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, I love that. And it's and it's really like upbeat and peppy sort of music as well. And my favourite audio is 
the People Mover music, TTA, but I can actually, I can never remember the first T. Trans to Authority, what's is it? Trans- <clears throat> Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland <clears throat> Trans to Authority. I really like it. It's like this spacey music, you know, it's another ride that's super nostalgic for people and there's been rumours that they're going to be closing it and it's just horrifying to me. Are they, is they really? And there's rumours about it. I don't know if it's, maybe they're going to update it because I don't think that you would just... I don't know. You can't just close... Like, what are they going to do with that space? So I reckon maybe they might be updating it, which I wouldn't argue with. I think maybe it does need updating. I just don't know how you would update it. Yeah, I don't know. Because, because, like, the outdoor bits are perfect. Because you can see, like, Tomorrowland, you can see the castle. It's, like, really... Out of this world! Exactly. (laughs) And And then, you know, you go into some of the other attractions on it. Like, how are they going to update that if you if the attractions are the same? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I don't really... I just find it... I find it super relaxing, super calm, and the guy's voice just works. It's just super peppy. Mm. And also the, the music is sort of... I, I really enjoy the Tomorrowland area. I don't really know why, because there's not a ton to do there. But I think I really love the music. It feels most fan, most fancy like to me. I think some people will be so shocked that you've just said that there's not a ton to do there. Well, there's I like know there's so like much. okay, there's not a ton that we do there because we yeah. do TTA and Space Mountain, but we and don't. Carousel of Progress. And Carousel of Progress, but then we're not really bothered about Astro Orbiter unless there's a short queue. Mm. Don't really do. Buzz Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear. Yeah. We never really did Stitch at all. Yeah. Thank Stitch, God. Stitch is like, I feel like Stitch is really like the kind of like butthole of Disney ideas. I mean, it's gone now. That's like yeah. officially gone. But What are they going to put there? Are they, are they any rumours on that? I don't know, but I reckon something Wreck-It Ralph-like would be cool oh, there. That would be so cool. Oh my God, yeah. Ralph Breaks the Internet style. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. But, and also, to be fair, they're getting Tron, which is going to be epic. So I will eat, prepare to eat my own words there. Mm. But yeah, love the audio on TTA. I think it's just a really nice, nice way to kick back. If it didn't have any music, which it could be something that couldn't have any music, mm. but it just wouldn't have the same sort of like kickback feel to it. And almost like you're on a tour, like you're not even in the park, but you're just touring the yeah. park. Maybe they just add a few extra facts and uh, like little fun mm. fun facts and Easter eggs and stuff. And and actually one thing that I only critique that I really have of, of the TTA or People Mover um, is that the seats are not very comfortable. Like I would just prefer oh, if I they like were a little them. bit more cushiony. Yeah. Because especially when it's like, say first thing in the morning and you go to ride it, and you've got your coffee, like maybe you picked up a coffee from somewhere or whatever, you've got like a pretzel or whatever kind of snack and you sit on it, I would like to be able to feel more comfortable, like, you know, really lean back. I and guess it's not the really, rest. they don't really make it with that in mind of like, people are going to come kick back with the coffee. Kick back, kick back, <laughs> put their feet up. I know and, you <laughs> but yeah, I always, I always feel a bit like, oh, these chairs are quite hard. Um, and I weirdly like when they go into Space Mountain and you can hear like screams of enjoyment <laughs> I was gonna say hear screams but people enjoying themselves on the ride and like you can hear the ride and it's right next to you and if you've been when the lights are on and you can just see it all oh yeah we've so that's creepy. so cool like if we if you you go on um, the people mover during downtime on space mountain um because space mountain if you are not aware is an attraction that's completely indoors in the dark it's a roller coaster or kiddie coaster, I don't know how you'd refer to it. I think they would call it a roller coaster, even though it's it doesn't roll. It doesn't like go upside down, yeah. yeah. Um it's it's an amazing attraction, but it's so incredible to see it with all the lights switched on. 
Mm. Kind um, of intimidating as well. Yeah, because you see how actually, how close the track actually comes to to Maybe that's to why itself. they did it in the dark. Maybe they thought people are not going to ride this if they yeah. know what they're riding. Like, oh, we we may we we like miscalculated a bit here. Let's just switch the lights up. Yeah, that'll do. That'll be fine. <laughs> and yeah, like Gab said, the little bits of facts that you get when you're looking at is it the um what Walt first designed as being yeah an area was it Epcot. I believe it might have been Epcot what he thought Epcot would be. Yeah, so I do agree with you about saying that it'd be nice if maybe they made some different like exhibitions. Yeah, they should like get that. you know um you know like on Spaceship Earth how they've yes. got how they've got Ju- who is it Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Yeah, maybe because they have not had Julie Andrews for a while since the beginning of um the Shower Dream Country Parade, they should have, like, switch the voice to Julie Andrews and she could yeah. be, like, saying some facts about, like, her time knowing Walt Disney and uh, also, like, some of the, the stuff mm. about the attractions and m- the Magic Kingdom in general. I think that could yeah. be quite a cool little feature. I agree. So. so, yeah, that would be, like, my personal favourite bit of audio and we would love to know yours because, you know, that there's there's a few others that we were thinking of, like, the music at the end of Seven Dwarfs Mive Train, the yeah. little Germany bit at the end. And then also there was another one that Dad had mentioned, and I cannot remember it now, but there's loads of other bits. Plus, Eve, oh, like the big carousel. The big carousel yeah. always has like the nice versions of different Disney songs. And you know, I bet some people will will think about the Peter Pan's flight. The yeah. Oh, and some people, I know that, Um, I think it's, Daisy or Tracy from Cheers Ears, they love It's a Small World. Oh, so, God. And, we and that it. would totally be on my worst songs, like worst audio from Disney World list. Like, we enjoy the ride, like, we'll go on the ride, but that song is, oh, it makes my skin crawl. But a lot of people love it because it's a classic. So let us know if you think we're crazy for saying that or if you think we're crazy for saying any of these in our top five. Yeah, tell us, tell us on social media. We are on Instagram as the.duo podcasts and on twitter as the duo po and we love to hear from you and we love to hear that you are listening to us as well so please do carry on sharing please review us if you let want. us know which of the parks you want us to do next as well yeah let us know which park you want us to do next because we have i've already like when we're talking i already have in mind my answers for different ones so yeah let us know guys and thank you all for listening as always we hope you have a lovely week and take care